the darkness at thy speaking it was done. Welcome to sermons from Zion Lutheran Church of Gwinner, North Dakota. Zion Lutheran Church is committed to the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the third chapter. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, Amen. We Lutherans are oftentimes considered foolish. We splash water on the head of a child or an adult and believe that this washing makes the difference between life and death, heaven and hell. More specifically, we believe that infants, and I might add adults as well, are helpless and that they cannot do much of anything. They cannot take care of their sin or defend themselves from death and the devil, and they cannot even make a choice for eternal life. All they can do is receive gifts, gifts like baptism. And so in baptism, we believe, we teach, and we confess that God chooses to perform this salvific, yes, this salvific work of forgiving sins and making sinners into citizens of his kingdom by simple splashes of water with words. Indeed, God has a way of choosing the foolish things of the world to do his work. He has a way of doing foolish things to shame the so-called wise people of the world. In our gospel reading, from the gospel of Matthew, we see even more foolishness, my friends. Jesus, he came to the water of the Jordan to be baptized by John the Baptist. You see, out in that wilderness, next to the Jordan River, John the Baptist was blasting away at sinners. Confessions of sin, acknowledgement of failures, and concessions of corruption, they abounded everywhere amongst the people. Baptismal water dripped from the heads of adulterers and thieves and liars and prostitutes, swindlers and blasphemers, murderers and legalists, rebels and ragamuffins. Indeed, the stench of sin filled the air, and the waters of the Jordan River were polluted by sinners. And this, my friends, is exactly what Jesus asked to be baptized into. Foolish, right? That is how John the Baptist saw it too as well. 
John the Baptist, he protested this foolish request of Jesus, saying something to the effect like this, Jesus, you don't belong here. You are the only one who doesn't belong here. Everyone here, including me, needs this baptism for the remission of sins. But you, you don't need this, Jesus. What sins do you have to turn from? What mess have you made of your life? It is foolish to baptize you because you do not need to be baptized, Jesus. Foolish. Yes, foolish. That is how Jesus' request seemed to John the Baptist. However, as we have already stated, what seems foolish, according to mankind, is often precisely how the Lord works. And so we hear that Jesus sets John in his place, basically saying this, Don't argue with me, John. Just do it. Baptize me. That is the way that it should be. I don't care if you think it looks foolish, for it is the way that righteousness will be fulfilled this day. As a result, Jesus was baptized in that dirty, sinful Jordan River that day. The clean and sinless Son of God was baptized into a sinner's baptism. What does this mean, though? How does Jesus' baptism with sinners fulfill this righteousness? It is actually quite simple, my friends. To fulfill the law perfectly, one must perfectly love. And with Jesus being baptized in that river with sinners, we see perfect love. Yes, we see perfect love in action as Jesus stepped into the waters with sinful humanity. He stepped into the mess that we've made of our lives Jesus stepped into that dirty water, that dirty sinful water to be with mankind that is you and me too. Because Jesus loved perfectly, there was actually nothing that could have held him back from that baptism that day. It did not matter to Jesus if it appeared to be foolish or not. It just needed to be done. So stop a moment and think about what we have just pondered, what we have just heard. If we think about that, as well as what we've heard in the Christmas season coming before us. You see, during the Christmas services, we heard that Jesus became one of us when he put on flesh and was born into that stinky cave. Yes, we heard that Jesus descended into the sin-filled world by his birth into a manger. And today, yes, today, we hear that he plunged even further still by going to the Jordan River and being baptized with a bunch of sinners. And all of this is consistent with how our Lord acts. The baptism in the Jordan River is much like what happened at the cross of Mount Calvary. At the cross, Jesus takes the sins of the world upon himself, our sins together, and puts them upon himself so that we might become the righteousness of God. Now, dear friends, foolish or not, this is the way that it had to be. Like a cleanly bathed child going to roll around in the mud with pigs, Jesus descended into the Jordan and was baptized in the midst of sinners. The water of filthy sinners was applied upon Jesus, showing that he was the one who would bear the sins of the entire world, that the mud of sinners 
was to be splashed upon him at that cross where the payment of his blood was made. This is the kind of Savior that we have. There's actually no distance or separation between us sinners and him. This is God showing you and me that we are in this together, not alone and not abandoned. Is this foolish then? Is it foolish? From a human perspective, the answer is yes, it is foolish. Humanly speaking, it is actually crazy. It is so incredibly wild that Jesus, for the sake of sinners, not only was baptized with sinners and later ate with sinners, but also died on the cross for sinners. Who on earth would do such a thing except the Lord Jesus Christ? It is foolish. It is crazy. It is wild, but it is good, my friends. It is perfect love for you and for me. This is how it works with the Lord. The Lord does foolish things like seeking after sinners. He does foolish things like dying for sinners. He does foolish things like taking sin upon himself so that we might become children of God. So today, yes, today, we hear our gospel lesson and we ponder it so that we might understand that everything that Jesus did from that Jordan River to the cross is for the purpose of forgiving you and me of our sins. We hear our gospel lesson, and we know that in the Jordan River, Jesus made holy and instituted the water of our baptisms to be a blessed flood and a washing away of all of our sins. Blessed baptized saints, hear this today. Because Jesus placed himself in that Jordan River to be baptized with sinners, your baptisms, yes, your baptisms at the church's baptismal font place you with Jesus himself. Yes, in your baptism, the Spirit of God was poured out on your life. The Lord's word and promise were placed upon your life, marking you as one of the redeemed. The Apostle Paul says it best. You who were baptized into Jesus were baptized into his death so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. And there's more. We can't stop there. It just keeps getting better. In Jesus' baptism, we hear that the Father looks down from heaven with love and pride and says to Jesus, I am well pleased. So too, in your baptism, you're washed, resulting in all of heaven opening to you so that God the Father with love and pride can say, I am well pleased with you, my child. You see, making you God's own child through baptism is exactly what Jesus had in mind when he stepped into that dirty water of the Jordan River, sanctifying and instituting your baptisms as a blessed flood that washes away all of your sins. And so in your baptism, you can have assurance this day. You can have assurance this day that a handful of water splashed on your head in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit works forgiveness of sins, rescues you from the devil, and gives you eternal life. Even though the world looks at such water as being plain and ordinary and foolish, you know that the Lord has chosen to go the way of foolishness for you. 
you know that you are a fool for Jesus. For you know the one who went to Calvary with your sin. You know the one who defeated your death and left it absolutely trampled in an empty tomb. You know the one whom you have been joined to in the waters of holy baptism. You know that the waters of baptism are mighty, violently attacking your sin and rescuing you from darkness to light. God has indeed chosen the foolish and the weak things of the world to put to shame the world. He has chosen to save not with just plain water, but with water combined with his promises. He has chosen to save and redeem you. So dear Christians, firmly hold this gift of baptism this day. This gift that works forgiveness of sins, rescues you from death and the devil and gives you eternal life. Know that God has chosen the foolish and the weak things of this world to put to shame the ways of the world. Know that the splash of water upon your head with the promise of God makes all the difference in the world. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit Zion Lutheran Church's website at www.zionwinner.org. The Lord bless and keep you.